0: Hi friends, welcome to Spongebob Binge Pants, Nickelodeon's official podcast about all things Spongebob. I'm Hector Navarro. And I'm Frankie Grande. So guys, uh, if I sound a little bit differently on this episode, it is because I'm recording from my house in... Boca Raton, Florida, because I'm here visiting my grandmother. I like to come every six weeks. She is 95 years old, and I am just here to hang out with her. And so that's why it sounds a little bit differently than it does in my home studio. But hope it doesn't distract from the amazing SpongeBob that we need to get into today. Frankie, guess what? Guess what we get to talk about today?
1: Is it SpongeBob? It is. It's Spongebob Squarepants. That's that's our job. A lot of episodes to get to and a couple movies and stuff. But specifically, my favorite episode. We're talking about it today.
0: And my favorite episode. And guess what? They're not the same episode.
1: We're talking about Pizza Delivery and Home Sweet Pineapple. And I'm thrilled because apparently these are Frankie and I's favorite episodes. <laughs>
0: so I know that you love pizza delivery and I love home sweet pineapple, but, uh, let's get into both of them. Um, of course, our first episode in this little bunch we're talking about today is pizza delivery, which is an unbelievable episode where Mr. Krabs shows how much he loves money by (laughs) saying to a customer over the phone, Oh yes, you want a pizza? Of course we make pizza and mashes some Krabby patties into a beautiful looking pizza and saying that squid, Edward will drop it off at this person's house. Of course, SpongeBob goes along and uh, insanity ensues as we get to watch these two. Well, one very dedicated employee and one not so (laughs) dedicated employee get this very special Krabby Patty pizza to the lucky recipient. The Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza absolutely pizza. Krusty Krab, yeah, 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 yeah. Pizza is the pizza, yeah, for you and me. Why is this your favorite episode of all time?
1: This is my favorite episode because of one specific moment, but I also love the, the way that this episode takes the SpongeBob Squidward dynamic, which we've talked about before. It might be the best single dynamic of the show. Like I love SpongeBob and Patrick. I love SpongeBob and Sandy. I love Squidward and Mr. Krabs. All of these relationships are so great, but it is tough to beat the Eternal Optimist, Spongebob, and the Eternal Pessimist, Squidward. Yes. And the fact that this turns into kind of like a road movie, like a road trip movie, is great. <laughs> there are so many great... It's just so funny and I th- and I also love too how the show that establishes they work at a burger joint can just decide to change the rules it's like no we want to do an episode where they, del- they have to go somewhere what if they deliver well they're not going to deliver a burger whatever it's a pizza we'll make it a pizza so that like malleability of the spongebob universe comes into play in this episode but what were your thoughts frankie rewatching pizza delivery what did you think
0: no, I'm, my initial thoughts were I know and we talked about this even in the very very first episode of our podcast was those Comedia dell'arte characters really coming out I mean you see you know yep. the white clown and the red clown you know the one that is just always thinks that they're in the right the bossy clown and then the the jovial sidekick who gets bossed around but then ends up all, always saving the day in the end um, and it's just <laughs> to watch those two Comedia like tropes play out so clearly you know it's Avid on Costello it's, it's every Everything you've seen play out in other forms of sitcom, like throughout your life, like it's very clear, like these two characters are so exactly like you said, like this is a perfect example of SpongeBob Squidward dynamic and why it's so fun to watch. Um, And I love my favorite (laughs) thing is the flip on the end where Squidward actually um, goes onto SpongeBob's side and actually defends SpongeBob at the very end. Um, But let's get let's get there. Well, we, we will get there. I know.
1: But um, we will get there. There's a, there's there's like a good amount to unpack there, like yes. psychologically, psychologically, you know, as if as if this is is if this is therapy. There's definitely stuff to talk about there. So here's the thing, Frankie. My single favorite episode, and my single favorite moment in this episode, and maybe the entirety of the SpongeBob series is when SpongeBob is singing. The Krusty Krab pizza is, is the, the pizza, pizza for you and me. For you and me. And when he and when it's just a little montage. And then it's Tom Kenny going, The Krusty Krayal Pizza! Was that like broke my brain when I saw that as a kid. I was like, this is the, how did they, how what? How could they, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And Tom Kenny has cited it as being a favorite moment of his as well. I just think it's so, and the animation coupled with that. It's so it funny. He turns into,
0: like, a rocker. Like, it just turns into, like, like Pearl Jam or, like, something. And you just see his face completely distort. And he's like, great! You
1: know, it's so funny. It's this Bruce Springsting-y, bluesy soulful thing that just comes out of him. And, and you know, and he does, like, a little beatboxing thing. And and the different, you know, even just, like, the little sing-songy, like, Krusty Krab pizza is, is that the I still pizza find, mys- you find myself humming that free delivery. Like to this day, I will be walking around my house, walking around my kitchen or whatever, and it'll just pop in or, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the best little pieces, little tiny pieces of original music that they just had Tom Kenny like sing the jingle to, uh, and he made it up, which is great. (laughs) I love that he made it up. And and let me tell you, as someone who
0: watched the episode right before bed, I will tell you it does. It is an earworm because as I was trying to sleep, Mm -hmm. it was the only thing that I sang on repeat in my head.
1: All the, all the sheep that you were counting, just start singing it over and over again in your head. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the um, other great moment, which I thought was so wonderful happens right around that section. And again, like this is that SpongeBob Scribdler moment where they're exhausted. They have traversed the world. That pizza is mm-hmm. ice cold, and SpongeBob mm-hmm. is still so determined to deliver it, and is like, you know, like we have to think about the customer. And Squidward's like, I don't care about the customer. And the whole world pauses, and so, and SpongeBob
1: goes. Huh! Squidward like it's just <laughs> and then it like, keeps going and then the storm keeps going
0: yeah and the storm keeps going <laughs> but it's just the way like the, the the storm falls everything but <gasps> Squidward like how dare you? the worst thing you could say because Spongebob is of course the king of customer service and what do we know mm-hmm. about customer service the customer is always right and that se- like that sentence that saying shook him to the core and he in fact he shook the world to the core froze the world um, I loved that moment
1: Frankie, we have to talk about Squidward standing up for Spongebob. Why do you think that he did that? This is a guy who annoys him to no end, and yet at the end, we see Spongebob crying, he's spilling out his tears and then sucking them back up into his body and then spilling out his tears, and Squidward was affected by this. Why did he stand up for SpongeBob?
0: Because it is his person to bully. You know, it's like ah. it's like that is my punching bag. <laughs> that is my person that I am allowed to put down no matter what like but but it is mine. If you go after my person, then you are mm-hmm. now the enemy. And um I have uh, I have seen that play out in real life so many, so many times where you see someone like that's like, like just true or even like me and like, and my best friend, it's so funny. We put down each other all the time. And we say like uh, funny, horrible things to each other because that's the relationship that we have cultivated over the 15 years of like going everywhere together. But the minute mm-hmm. anyone else says anything that I say on a daily basis, I'm like, how dare you say that about him? And they're like, what? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what I say it, is I know where it's coming from. I know that it's a loving joke. When you say, I don't know what your motivations are, and you better get those words out of your mouth, mister. Um, (laughs) So it kind of feels like that to me. You know, it's like, he's my person to bully around. You don't get to treat him that way. How horrible of you.
1: I always also feel as a customer I always feel so bad when I get a food delivery and I mean this past year of people staying inside the house past year and a half like a lot of food delivered to our to our you know places where we live I've had so many orders that are incorrect and I always feel so t- of course I'm still going to accept it this guy didn't have the soda but he had the pizza but he still rejected the whole pizza like that's so rude man yeah. that is so unbelievable just take the pizza and be like oh don't worry about it totally I have no idea what you guys went through it's a day later you were lost in the in the outlands or whatever. Like I'm, I'll, I will accept this pizza. Thank you. And plus, I feel bad too because here's a fun little fact. I didn't notice this the first time when Mr. Krabs is taking the order. The guy that's like ordering it is like it's yep. like gibberish. Yep. As Mr. Krabs is hanging up the phone, they're still gibberish. So he probably said and a soda, soda.
0: Click. Wow, Hector. So it
1: was Mr. Krabs's fault, you know. But still. You got to be nice because you never know what other people are going through, especially people in like the service industry, food service industry. Come on. Be nice.
0: Yes. always. I always tip my postmate like extra money. I'm always like, they're like, would you like to give your postmate extra money? And I'm always like, yes. But guys, did you just hear that fun fact that Hector just gave you? This is why this <laughs> sp- podcast is actually the ultimate source of all things Spongebob. That little deep dive right there was so fabulous. <laughs> it was Mr. Krabs fault the whole time. The whole time. Because I got to talk, and you know, by the way, we, you know, just interviewed Mr. Lawrence and that, that little disgruntled customer was very clearly voiced by Mr. Lawrence. You heard that mm-hmm, immediately. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know who that is. Yep. Uh, it's so <laughs> funny. I mean, is there a voice that he doesn't do? Let's be honest. Um, I just, my heart broke for SpongeBob in that moment. And I was really glad that Squidward actually stood up for SpongeBob. I think it was something mm-hmm. that, it was a lovely, again, like a, a lovely teaching moment for for the world to you know see that uh squidward maybe isn't truly just evil he's just you know again he's he's squidward he's a disgruntled man whose dreams of becoming a clarinetist will never (laughs) come true and he's stuck working (laughs) at a fast food chain i mean that sounds like a you know a a man that's allowed to be a little grouchy every now and then you know
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what else I really loved about this episode before we jump over to talking about your favorite episode is just the, the, the little moment where when Mr. Krabs is like, you could deliver the pizza Squidward. Oh, and also take take Spongebob with you. Yes. you know, Great idea. Spongebob can go with you. Spongebob just slides into frame behind Squidward. <laughs> like he just, without moving, he's just, and he's right there behind Squidward and he doesn't move his legs. And I love animation, visual jokes like that are so funny because it just, informs the character of spongebob his beautiful like eagerness is always ready to like yeah you need help i'm i'm ready and you know what else is cool too is if we're if we're talking about continuity in the show which there's not a whole lot of boating school spongebob does not know how to drive a boat thank you it yes. just came he's it like, was the last episode <laughs> like how
0: brilliant <laughs> that it was like we already know that this is not gonna go well i
1: don't have my license and the re-
0: the repeat of like a different now it's a different thing he's like just back it up He's like, just Just back back it up. up. Just back it up. Just back back it up. up. (laughs) Back it up. Exactly. It's exactly the same energy. It's a lovely little (laughs) shout out to our last episode where the audience is actually, there's, it's a great point because in this situation, the audience actually like is in the know of how this is going to go. And that kind of makes it even more fun that we, that we, as the audience members are like, we just saw boating school. We know this is going to be a disaster, but Squidward doesn't know. And it was very simple. I, again, like I have done that too my friends and just been like just back it up like what are you doing yeah. like just back it up i don't understand i don't know that you're having a crisis right now an identity <laughs> crisis and like a crisis of self i didn't know that oops sorry i just assumed you could do this my bad
1: so this is a a all-timer episode and i and i may now the challenge is going to be for me frankie and i guess the challenge is going to be for you as well Going forward, will any of the future episodes of Spongebob replace our favorites in our hearts? Will some other episode replace pizza delivery for me? I don't know.
0: I have a sneaking suspicion, yes, I, because there are so many, and I rediscover how much I love them as, I re, as I'm as i doing this rewatch with you and with our amazing audience right now. Um, so yeah, this deep dive is making me love new episodes, but I will tell you, that I smiled so hard for Home Sweet Pineapple, and I think this is a lovely segue into talking about it. I remember having visceral, like hysterical fits of convulsion and laughing tears <laughs> during this episode uh, at the world. Well, tell, tell, tell them what, what the episode's about and then I'll tell you why I can't breathe. You can,
1: I'll <laughs> remind everybody. Oh, I think I know why. I, there's so many moments. I'll remind everybody what happens in Home Sweet Pineapple, a group of roaming nematodes eat their way through Bikini Bottom, including drinking up Spongebob's pineapple house. Now, without a house to call home, Spongebob has to find a new place to live. Will Patrick's rock work? How about Squidward's tiki head? Or will he have to move back in with Mom and Dad? I've got bad
0: news, guys! Look at what happened to my house! It's gone! It's all gone! What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna live?
1: Yeah... Hey, SpongeBob!
0: Your house is gone. Well, what can I say? It's been great knowing you, SpongeBob. Good luck somewhere else. I'm gonna miss you. Bo ho, bo
1: ho, bo ho, bo. ho bo <laughs> ho. Squid's taking it real hard. Frankie, if it's possible, can you give us your overall? joy and thoughts for this episode.
0: Yeah, this is a really wonderful Spongebob Patrick episode for me. Uh, I love when Patrick realizes that the house is gone, like five minutes after the house has disappeared, and they're just <laughs> talking, and he's like, hey, Spongebob, your house is gone! Like, it's just it's just moments like that that happen throughout the entire episode. First of all, the plague of nematodes, uh, those are round words, they're plant parasites, not good news <gasps> for any sort of plant, but um, so, obviously, they feed on pineapples, uh, even if they are under the sea, and it wouldn't necessarily even... Exist, Um, And so this plague has caused him to be, um, you know, homeless. And the whole idea of him having to move back in with his parents, speaking of things that are current Mm -hmm. and relevant, you know, we talked about the Postmate (laughs) delivery service and that one. We'll think about all the people that had to move back home with their parents during COVID. Um, And I just saw like, you know, SpongeBob wanting to hold so badly onto the life that he had created and the independence that he had him with his two best friends. One of them doesn't know he's his best friend, Squidward. <laughs> um but uh you know like he just had a life for himself and and this devouring of his home left him stranded and um he was really sad about going to move home with his parents and i think it's something that people can absolutely relate to nowadays mm-hmm. um even though they look like very nice people and as as we know they were we were lovely <laughs> we find out later that they are quite really nice parents uh as you could i mean they have a great son so
1: <laughs> yeah, they have to be. They have to be, right? This is yeah, this is the first appearance of Harold and Margaret, Spongebob's mom and dad. And they seem real nice. That to me was kind of even just the most heartfelt moment was right at the end, even seeing them pull up and you know get ready to to pick up Spongebob and 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 drive him back home. I thought it was really, really sweet. Um, Frankie, do you have a favorite funny moment?
0: When SpongeBob is trying to sleep and Patrick has a nightmare about spiders and then beats <laughs> beats Spongebob so hard with his rock and just starts. Screaming spiders, but then it comes back later when SpongeBob sneaks out, moves down, back towards like where his home was, and Patrick screams spiders again. Picks up the rock, runs all the way to SpongeBob, and beats him again. It is so funny. The funniest thing that made me laugh to the point of crying, and it's that that repeat joke, Mm -hmm. and I laughed so hard in that moment because it's so ridiculous
1: so unexpected and the beautiful thing is is that the layout of that, the actual framing of it, is SpongeBob gets hurt once with the rock, and it's so funny, right? And then, like you said, he crawls out and he moves away, and then all of a sudden he's in the foreground of the of the screen to the right, and Patrick is in the far in the background to the left, and because of the way it's framed, it it and and Pat, and SpongeBob is just kind of sad and crying <laughs> and and sleeping by himself, in, you know, out in nature. It feels like that's what that shot is about, and that's what it's establishing is that now he's cold. And the f- most unexpected thing is that Patrick just wakes up again, sleepwalks, brings the rock exactly out of all the places on the seabed floor. He has to go right to where Sp- <laughs> <laughs> it is. A hilarious uh yeah like follow-up joke that happens right after i thought it was so so funny so thank you by the way for explaining explaining what a nematode is because i had no idea
0: <laughs> it is a small a microscopic little roundworm that is a plant parasite and uh yes can absolutely cause havoc if you live in a pineapple under the sea i i can imagine yeah. that's probably their favorite food if they can get it
1: i can relate to the nematodes sometimes because sometimes i'm just hungry hungry thirsty thirsty you know it's just um that's what they that's are that's it that's all they and are.
0: the whole journey of the Patrick like you just being like don't worry SpongeBob like I will I've got you like like does this is gonna be fine because we will we can build a house together we know that that's not gonna turn out well because we know both of them (laughs) When he's building the planks, and the planks keep hitting uh, Patrick, and so he moves over with the plank, and the plank <laughs> still hits him, no matter where he is. Uh, it's just moments like that are so heartfelt and so endearing, and then, of course, the fact that he tries to let him move in with him, and then, you know, hits him with a rock um, in the middle of his nightmares because he snores too loud. And that whole scene with the cork and the snoring, it's just... but so funny but at the end it's just heart and shows you like we all need and i hope we all have everyone who's listening has a patrick to their spongebob like hector is my patrick to my spongebob Thank you, because thank you, thank you, you so are, much. you really are. And I hope everyone has one out there because, I mean, in this moment, you you want someone to always have your back and you want someone who's going to let you live with them in the very, very end.
1: And I also hope that if people have a Patrick, that they also have a Squidward who was a great backup. When the Patrick thing didn't Aww. work out, SpongeBob snuck into Squidward's house, yes. <laughs> snuck into his bed, and was like, Squidward, well, actually, would you mind getting me a glass of water? Yeah, yeah, sure thing, SpongeBob. It was so funny And then we got the meme. We've been memed. The meme that I recognize is Squidward's eyes springing open deadshot when he realized he just said, sure thing, goodnight, SpongeBob. And then he realized he said SpongeBob and he flipped out and those eyes come open. And people use that gif or meme today to describe existential dread. (laughs) And I feel like that's also what Squidward was feeling when he... (laughs) when his his eyes eyes
0: popped open. And thank you Mm -hmm. for mentioning that because there's another reason why it's my favorite episode. Like I literally just my cheeks hurt from watching this episode (laughs) from the beginning to the end. It never stops with funny, cute, joyful moments. It is one of the most heartfelt and uh, one of the funniest, I think in terms of just book, Like book episodes that we've got. Like, if you, Mm -hmm. I I imagine if I were to read this script, I would also Mm -hmm. be laughing, you know, as much as I am with the visuals being attached to it, because I really do think that the script for this one was just absolutely delightful. Um, and uh, why I love it, yeah.
1: We learned two things about Patrick that I gotta mention. Number one, Patrick wakes up and he goes, Is it time already to ruin Squid's day? Like, as though he knows what, how does Patrick. Know that he and SpongeBob annoy Squidward. Like, is it time already to ruin Squid's day? I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because in a previous episode, he was like, "Do you think pa- Squidward doesn't like us?" And SpongeBob's like, "No, where's best friends? Where's best friends?" Like, pa- Patrick's already suspicious of that. Like, he- he's you know, he's questioning. Like, mm, I don't think Squidward loves us as much as we love him, dude. That was hilarious. The second thing is. Patrick said that he got kicked out of his parents' house. Oh, yes. And we get to see that now in the Patrick show. He's back at his parents' house. I guess it must have been a misunderstanding, but he's back living with his parents. But in this episode, he says, I got kicked out of my parents' house.
0: Well, if you watch the Patrick show, you can understand how it would be a misunderstanding in that yeah. household. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? Uh, is the grandfather in charge? Not really. The parents are all over the place. It's, I, so it's a delightful show. It is a delightful show. So, But yes, I can understand how Patrick Patrick might have misconstrued that.
1: (laughs) And here's another fun thing, too. I learned this when I looked up uh, the great Spongebob Wikipedias and all the great things that fans have put together, is that at the end of the episode, when Spongebob is packed up and ready to go and get picked up by his parents, he's wearing a hat. That little cap is the same one that he wore when Steven Hilleberg drew him as Spongeboy. So that's a little callback to kind of an earlier proto version of SpongeBob, is that he had this little cap, this little this little uh, little hat that he wore. So I think that's really great.
0: You just reminded me of in um, Pizza Delivery when SpongeBob is wearing that ridiculous hitchhiking outfit with that hat (laughs) on his head, and the the fact that he thinks that that that's what hitchhiking is, and that he's like he's dancing in the street, and the guy's like, "Oh, you break dancers, get out of the street!" One of my (laughs) other favorite moments. That was so wonderful. We're jumping back and forth between episodes now, just because of of fun hat headwear.
1: SpongeBob (laughs) is such a great design because he's funny in any. Hat that he wears. I still. I think my favorite hat st- still so far is the hat that he hid his uh, radio antenna, walkie-talkie antenna in. Yes. Uh, during during his boating test is also so funny.
0: <laughs> and she's like, "What do you think that there's a radio antenna under your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I my god, I love Mrs. Puff so much. You know I do.
1: Well, so far, I mean, we're only a handful of episodes into season one. We've already hit both of our favorites. These episodes have been so consistently good, and home sweet pineapple is an iconic iconic episode and then at the end the seed the house grows back it's this beautiful happy ending and it all makes sense within the context of the spongebob world's logic i loved it i loved it me too and that everything there's potential contained
0: within that tiny little seed that is released through his (laughs) you know his feelings and his emotions and it caused that little seed to germinate under the soil and out Mm -hmm. came a fully formed house probably with entirely intact library let's not forget the library that's right That is also okay. grown inside that seed, uh which is so ridiculous and i just love yeah, it so I much mean, if
1: it's if it's not that did the, the nematodes eat all of his books and now spongebob has like empty bookshelves shelves. in the new house he's got to go you know buy new books and stuff eh, either he's way he's got to go to books
0: r us and go get yeah. those books replaced i really want to know what's on the shelves we need to ask somebody we need to yeah let's do that
1: but that was Pizza Delivery, Home Sweet Pineapple, as far as we're concerned, best episodes yet. So, you know, rest of season one's got to step it up. I'm sure it will, but that's that's what the rest of season one's up against.
0: Exactly. It's the best episode until next week when I'm like, yeah. oh, I changed my mind. That's my favorite episode. You know, I'm, I'm very fickle when it comes to that. And it's very difficult to choose a favorite episode, but I really do enjoy it. Yeah, song.
1: yeah. Anyway, I love you guys. <laughs> love you too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, don't forget to follow if you enjoyed what you listened to. Give us some feedback. Let us know what your favorite part of these episodes were. I mean, <sighs> pizza delivery is, it's not a boulder, it's a rock. It was a pretty hilarious moment we didn't talk about. That was great.
0: <laughs> They're all great moments. I mean, I guess we should just, let's go back to pizza delivery and just start the episode over again.
1: You got it. That sounds great, good, Frank.
0: So what was your favorite moment, Just kidding. (laughs) Bye guys. See you next week.
1: Bye.